KSE Ashley, Owasso, Z92.5, Newcastle. The game is over, but the night is just beginning. If you like football, you're at the right spot. Z92.5. We'll get you to the scores from all the action from under the Friday night lights. Look at tomorrow's college games. And get you ready for Sunday and Monday's NFL action. Baseball, basketball, hockey, or whatever's on your sporting mind is fair game as our host can feel whatever question you have on our open line. Call anytime in the next two hours at 989-729-1925 to get on the air. It's time for Sports Forum, and here's your host, Ted Patel. the sports forum our season finale here on october 26th you know we're coming to you coast to coast on the air and online i am ted the sports guy my partner is bart matthews gorgeous george on the phones a little late start tonight uh, uh, a shortened show but that's all right we had a great football game we were able to be a part of portland over over elsie and let's jump right into it right now bart man let's let our listeners know what we got on the scores what was the final on that 33 33-19. 3 to 19. You heard that one right here on the castle. And a lot of other scores, including uh, one of the biggest upsets I think we've had all season. We'll talk about that in a sec. Round one. And Midland over Swartz Creek, 50 to 28. It was Okemos getting by Jackson, 31-22. Uh, DeWitt. 34, St. John, 7. The Orioles of Morris continue to roll. Holy cow. 57 nothing over Genesee. Uh, Frankenmuth, 20, Richmond, 7. Lapeer shuts out Grand Blank. That's kind of a surprise, 34 to nothing. Or 35 nothing, I'm sorry. Uh, Mount Pleasant beating Petoskey, 35 to 6. It was New Low Thrupp. The Hornets. Over Elkton Pigeon Bayport. Uh, the Lakers, 55-12. Didn't we go up there last year uh, uh, to, against uh, Palamo? PWB. Yeah. yeah. Lakers. Uh, Flint Powers takes out Lake Odessa Lakewood. Speaking of Lakers, 28-8. It was uh, Montrose all over Hemlock. One of the, uh, really? most, one of the most eagerly uh, anticipated. Awaited, anticipated. That's the word I'm looking for. Games over in the Flint area, and they beat uh, they beat Hemlock 54 nil. Wow! Elmont tops Birch Run 36-14. Uh, trying to see what else is uh, in our area. Centerville over Union City 16 to 14. Wald Lake Western though, uh, big winner over Fenton mm-hmm. 24 to nine. It was Alma topping Big Rapids 26-3. Seems like they played just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Williamston beats Goodrich. Another uh, good game, too. Yeah, 35-28. You know that was a good game. Uh, Pawamo Westphalia, way too much for Saranac. How'd that one end uh, up? 62-14. Holy cow. Uh, Battle Creek Central topping uh, Middleville, Thornapple-Kellogg, 25-24. That must have been a heck of a game. Speaking of heck of a games... Lansing Catholic comes back and beats Olivet 22-21. Late two-point conversion for the win. And what has to be the upset, probably statewide, I would think. Yeah, surprising score, too. Millington topping Ithaca tonight, 50-33. to How about that? Yeah, that's a bit of a surprise for sure, and Ithaca goes down. And, uh, but you know what? 
Millington is a heck of a football school. Oh, sure, sure. You know, you know you, there's Millington's kind of uh, intertwined with this radio station going all the way back to uh, Tell the, the late story. 90s. Tell the story, well, Daddy. <laughs> I, I, I want to say it was 98. I think it was. You know, It and, was either 98 or it was uh, 2001. Yeah, and uh, well, it wouldn't have been 2001. It was... Uh, oh, that's right. It was, it was the first year. Um... You know, I, we used to do, uh, the, the the sports forum was a lot bigger at that time. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, it was for but, some uh, reason. But uh, one night, uh, during the sports forum, when we and we used to get, you know. Calls from all calls over. Calls from all over the place. And we used to get calls from a lot of kids. You know, some of the kids were fans. Some of the kids were uh, alumni. Some of the kids were actual players. And one of the kids was actually a uh, quarterback and or son of the coach. <laughs> For Millington. <laughs> and uh, he kind of called up and talked a little bit of smack about Chesning. And it, it kind of got Chesning a little bit fired up. And it kind of kind of made, in my opinion, did a great job of making that football team during the run of their playoffs, and it did a heck of a lot for, for this show when you think about it, because that's really where, where I mean, we had buzz going originally right. because we were doing live remotes and we were doing stuff that was kind of crazy to, to, All to be doing. All request radio. With, you know, with, uh, with high school football, and then we were doing kind of an adult-oriented uh, talk show right after that. I mean, we were, we were yeah. pretty crazy. And uh, but I think that the Millington thing really kind of, kind of helped make this show. Yeah. And it kind of, it was. At, I think at that point, people kind of realized you kind of had to tune into the show because you didn't know what the hell was going to happen every <laughs> Friday night. That's exactly and how it was. And after that kid called up, everybody's like, "Oh man, you really need to tune in because you don't." You know, this is before the internet was big or anything. Yeah. And. Anyways, uh, that kind of made the station, and then Chesning ended up uh, the week after that. I don't remember which round they were in the playoffs. I uh, ended up just whooping I think on it was them. Three. They, they stopped the game early. Even they didn't stopped they? the game early. It was a, one of the more memorable games I've been a part of at Millington. To set the stage on uh, what we walked into, uh, we went to the press box and they wanted us to broadcast the game from this little corner where you couldn't even see the entire field. You could see half the field, and you know I was a little younger then. I was a little. So you couldn't pull the old man card like you did no. last year in Elkton Pigeon Bayport. <laughs> that worked. Then, didn't that it? was sweet, man. That <laughs> kept me warm. I wish you'd have. I wish you would have thought about doing that when we were down at uh, U of D Jesuit that night. Well, I'll tell you what. I, to finish my thought too on that Millington game. I mean, I. I have been known to have a little temper. I don't uh, know if you knew that, especially when I was a little younger. I've mellowed out a bit, but I, I went absolutely ballistic and said, either you get the athletic director up here right now. I said, we paid money. We pay money to do these playoff games, and there's no way I'm doing it where I can't see the entire field. How ridiculous are you, you know? Right. And it, it almost came to blows, really. <laughs> and let me tell you, that dude would not want a piece of the sports guy back then, Bart. 
Oh, really? It was, it was bad. And Bill Janago had my back, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, well, you're right. That game got called early. Uh, a fan, a, a Millington fan, went onto the field, kind of a, attempted to accost the referee. It was, it was quite exciting, and it led to uh, a Chesedine win. They closed out that game and went on to win a, just a memorable state championship in 98. You know, yeah. I think it was 41-38 over Belding. Yeah. One of the all-time great games. Probably my highlight broadcast game of my career, I would have to say. There's been a few, obviously, but uh, that one's right there at the top. And, you know, the 2001 Chesanine win was pretty big, too. Matt Ferry, uh, a punt return for a touchdown. You hear it in our open every week. That was pretty classic as well. Well, speaking of classic, got a heck of a team down the road here that's just improved to 10-0. and The Morris Orioles with no problem tonight against Genesee. We have their head coach, Kendall Crockett, on the line. Let's see if we can get him on here, Bart. Ashley Owasso, C92.5 in Castle. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good, how are you? Well, outstanding. Another big win by the Orioles. And, you know, you put, what, 57 on the board tonight, I think? But uh, more importantly, you pitched another shutout. I saw the stat uh, put on Twitter by the Argus that, uh, you know, you haven't been scored on since September 14th. That's, that's saying a whole heck of a lot in eight-man football, isn't it? Yeah, I would say so. Our defense is playing outstanding right now uh they had negative yardage against them again uh again tonight uh we have some very solid defensive linemen who are very uh fast off the ball we got some very good linebackers and corners so we we predicate our uh whole offensive scheme off of what our defensive does well, you know, before we talk about some of the, the highlights and some of the team guys that you can throw names out, tell us a little bit about your coaching staff who have, have really done a good job for you this year. Well, we have a uh, second-year defensive coordinator right now, Brad Long, who's uh, done an outstanding job. Um, he's really brought the uh, three-man front, the 3-3 three, three defense, and uh done a lot of good things with that the kids all bought into it right away he's been excited and which makes the kids excited uh we have an offense and defensive line coach josh hoffman who came over from uh dewitt who's helping us out quite a bit um has done a lot of great things with the offensive defense line and then our J jv coaches come out still and they still help us out on a daily basis uh they do a great job helping out the uh, offensive defense all right, now let's get some of the players. Uh, tell us about some of your your key guys tonight defensively. Who led the way? Well, as usual, Connor Lucas, our middle linebacker, leads the way. Uh, he's a sideline to sideline linebacker. Very uh, a ton of speed, um, but the defensive line in front of him really opens up those gaps for him to hit on uh, our blitz schemes. Sam Kresge does a great job off the edge. Uh, every night, he's just got a motor that doesn't stop. Uh, Dakota Lemkul, Andrew Latunsky, our defensive end. Uh, Jack Manatee, our outside linebacker. Austin Eddington, another outside linebacker. And uh, our two corners have been, since the uh, Lawrence game, haven't given up a passing touchdown. And, you know, they're just outstanding. Uh, Shane Cole and uh, Chris Rosen. Oh, that's tremendous. Now, defensively, I, uh, I'm kind of ignorant here, but what do you run defensively, a 3-2-3? Three, three? Uh, it, it, it varies uh, offensively. 
depending on what offense we go up against. But we put a three-man line down 90% of the time. Uh, it looks like a 3-3-2, three, three, and it transfers mm-hmm. back and forth to a 3-2-3 three, uh, three as well. Okay. Now, offensively, again, you put 57 on the board. You must have had some decent stats there. Tell us about some of your offensive ringleaders. Well, the, the offense runs through Hunter Nowak. Uh, he does a tremendous job at quarterback. We don't throw the ball a lot, but when we do, we make it count. We threw three for five for 70-something yards tonight, a couple touchdowns. But uh, Hunter does a great job at the quarterback. Austin Eddington, who's our, our slot back, ton of speed that comes off the edge. Connor Lucas, again, plays that blocking fullback role does a great job and uh jack manis he plays tight end for us and he's another big blocker for us up front well it sounds like you have the orioles rolling right now and and you were fortunate you know a little bit of a surprise you had a home game here to start the playoffs so that was good to start off at the field of dreams now tell us about uh, your next opponent who do you got next week uh, we're going to be traveling over to Wyoming, Triumny Christian. Uh, they're a 10-0 football team right now as well. Uh, last week they beat, at the time, the number two team in the state, uh, Colon, 22-13, uh, to 13, I believe. So they, they got a great team. Uh, they just beat Weberville tonight, I believe, uh, by 20 points or 30 points. Uh, so it, it's going to be a great game. Uh, we're traveling out there, and it's going to be a, a fun Friday. Okay, so it is a Friday game next week then, huh? Uh, as of right now, that's what I believe is going to happen, yes. All right. Well, listen, keep it rolling one game at a time, but on the road next week against Wyoming Triunity. Uh, best of luck to you, Kendall, and uh, hopefully we'll check. Well, we won't check in with you after the game next week because this is our season finale, but it's been fun uh, talking with you on uh, on air Friday nights after the games, and who knows, you may just see us uh, at one of these games, all right? Well, we'd love to see you there. appreciate it. All right, Kendall. We'll talk to you soon. Kendall Crockett, the head coach of the Morris Orioles right here on Z92.5. It is the Friday Night Sports Forum. And by the way, I should tell you that our corporate partners include Main Street Pizza, Jacobs Insurance, Sportsnet Michigan, and Z92.5. And uh, here in this next hour, we're going to be giving away some free pizza, but we're not giving it to our next caller because he is ineligible. Let's go to the man, the myth, the haircut. And the ankle tether. The man himself, Sean from Vernon. Hey, Sean. One last time. Hey, Ted. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing good. What's going good. on, man? Hey, um, what, Ted, is, um, when Levy and Bell is going to get traded from the Steelers, I'm getting really sick of hearing him on ESPN all the time. It's bothering you a little bit, huh? Yeah. It's nonsense. <laughs> well, he's looking out for number one, and uh, he wants to make the most of his next deal. Uh, he's he's holding the cards. I do think that they're probably going to trade him. Uh, I doubt they're going to let him come back and then play out the rest of the season and then just walk away as a free agent, but I don't know. What do you think, Bart? You, you know, the the sad part is, is all I think about when I think about Le'Veon Bell is, who in my league has him? You know? Do you have him? I do not have him. And I'm thinking, I know you play. I don't know if you're playing I'm this. not playing this oh, year. Okay. I know. I was just too much of a time constraint. I, just, I can't do it right. I'm just wondering, is it a good idea to, to try and unload him? 
You know, you'd think it would be. I mean, everybody seems to be stockpiling that guy and not getting rid of him. Right, right. You know, he's the not guy's doing almost anything 30. What, what sense to keep him around? What do you, he's almost 30? Is he really? Well, yeah, is he, he probably is when you, when you think about it. But, okay. You know, he's, he's still accumulating some fantasy. Well, he's not this year, but, uh, you know, he was, he was definitely uh, one of the top four or five guys in fantasy football. But, you know, looking at the Steelers, you got to get rid of this guy, don't you? I mean, why do you keep him? I, I well, guess, it's got to be a distraction in the locker room once he yeah. comes back, right? I, I mean, <laughs> I know in, in football, trades aren't as big. You know, you, you see all the time great players getting traded for uh, future considerations, that kind of thing. Right. But, you know, maybe they they, they want to keep him because of that, but... He's not doing anything for your team, and like you said, he's going to be a distraction when he does come back. He probably is already. Right. Well, I mean, he's probably counting his money about a million, about a thousand times. By the way, he's only 26. That's not that well, old. Well, he's almost 30. Yeah, but I mean, 26 he's not worth is the money anyway. 26 is downward for a, for a running back, though, isn't it? I mean, it's getting pretty close to being the. It's getting close, but I, I'd say he has still at least a good solid two years in him yeah, of, yeah. of top notch oh, football. Heck, look what Adrian Peterson's doing this year. Right, and and again to kind of argue your point for a minute. In the past, it always has been kind of uh, NFL trades are are yawners. But yeah. what do we what do we just see this week? The Lions pick up a a big defense of linemen to come to come play for the Lions, Damon Snacks, Harrison. Snacks. But uh, also, didn't the, didn't the Cowboys trade uh, with Oakland, giving up a number one draft choice? Yeah. Yeah, for um, Cooper from um, Amari Cooper. Amari yeah. Cooper. Oh, you know, you look at uh, look at the Raiders. I mean, losing Khalil Mack. The, you right. Know, I mean, that was a dang rip off right there. I mean, how right. do you give Chicago Khalil Mack? Exactly. I well, and you know, you talk about the trades and what the Lions did. I mean, they get a they get a former All Pro defensive tackle for a fifth round draft right. choice, an extra fifth round draft choice they had. Yeah, that was a no brainer. That shows me that the Lions and Bob Quinn are serious about winning this year. And why not? They got a running game now. We talked about with Carryon Johnson. I mean, that's taken some of the pressure off Stafford. You know, after that initial terrible first game. He's playing pretty solid. Yeah. Last week, 18 out of uh, 18 out of 22, uh, 217 and two touchdowns. He doesn't have to feel like he has to carry the team. Right. Hey, you know, and he they had 158 yards on um, into Miami. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, and they don't have to. Uh, he doesn't have to be captain comeback like he's exactly. been the past couple of years. I mean, the Lions actually got out there and got after Miami early. I mean, when's the last time you've seen that? Uh, it's been a long time. That's not typical Lions. Hey, football. Are you doing the New York game um, next Friday night? We're not sure yet, Sean. There's probably a good chance of it, but we don't know for sure. We'll uh, we'll huddle the management of the radio station together. I don't make that call, but uh, we'll see what happens, and then Monday morning we'll announce it, and we'll put it on Twitter as soon as possible, too, Sean. Oh, my great, but are you going to set your own three-point podcast? <laughs> say, say You're going to have your own three-point podcast? I need, like, at least two other people. I'll tell you what we'll do, Sean. All you right? know what I'm going to do is I'm going to get one going, and it's going to be, like, me, somebody from the World War II generation. <laughs> and like a, Why are you going to do it by yourself? Because like, well, it's going to be three points, and then it's going to be, like, be three generations, like a too. five-year-old kid. 
And we're all going to be from Flint, but we're all going to have surprisingly... <laughs> you'll be surprised at the kind of uh, how much we agree with each other. You know what? That's awesome. <laughs> I love that concept. The greatest generation, uh, a little five-year-old, and yourself. Yeah. That, that sounds like a winning combination. <laughs> what, are, what are the five-year-olds called? Are they like uh, post-millennials? I don't something? know what they're called. So we hey, got the generation. We got generation X, and we got Michigan game. What's going on there? Hold on a second, Sean. We're we're trying to ranting. Ted's going to be the producer of our spinoff. Yeah, I like it. That's good stuff. (laughs) No, Sean, I think was starting to ask. He missed the the pregame shenanigans on the Michigan Michigan State game. Definitely one of the topics we're going to get into. Yeah, it was. uh, it, It was. Well, let's just put it this way. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. It, it it showed that this is a true rivalry now. You know, Michigan finally won one. It's it's interesting. You got to win once in a while, and you know, and the well, same goes for State. Finally won one. Well, I mean, it. Well, that's true. If you look at the stats, but I mean, okay, but two, you look at the last aren't decade. They, aren't they two for three? Look at the last aren't decade. Aren't they two for three? Last decade. Aren't they two for three? I guess, I guess. <laughs> well, let's give well, it to the Wolverines, man. I love it. Well, well I, I, heard, I just hear um, bits and pieces of people saying um, Mark Antonio, Jim Harbaugh is acting like a bunch of little kids. Kind of nice, and though, isn't that? it? Cheating is like a, a dog, and they should drop the whole thing. Well, we, we like it. Crap. Well, let me ask you this. Are you able to listen to the station tonight? A little bit of it, because my radio got one static. Oh, well, I was going to say, our next guest, we'll talk more about Michigan Michigan State, all right? So if you get a chance, try to tune us in, Sean, and we'll uh, we'll fill you more in on it. Is that it. Matt Barnes? Yeah, yeah Matt Barnes. Yeah, he's coming up next. What do you want oh, me to ask I you? got a question for him. Ask him who's going to win the LSU and Alabama game. All right, we'll ask him. All right, thank you, Ted. Thanks, you guys Sean. have a um, good weekend, and see you next year, Ted. All right, thanks, Sean. We'll talk to you later. Hopefully, your basketball um, schedule come out on Twitter. It'll come out soon. All right. See you okay. later. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Sean from Vernon. Well, all right. Man, last time we got to talk with him. <laughs> Actually, Sean does bring up some good points. Sean's, Sean's the producer. Yeah. Sean is going to produce your three-point podcast. I think but, he is. But let's get, let's get my compadre on our real three-point podcast from ESPN, Matt Burns. Hey, Matthew. What's going on, guys? Hey. We're just having some fun here after our playoff game, Portland down over at LC. Uh, you know, it's always a good night when you can get into the discussion with Sean from Vernon. And uh, when I saw you were on the line, I thought that's a perfect way to cut him off and let's talk a little Michigan, <laughs> Michigan State football. How's that sound? Well, sounds good to me. I'm always up for a good Michigan-Michigan State talk. Well, you know, we we did talk about it on the pod this week. Again, people uh, want, want to listen to a, an interesting, fun sports podcast. It's our three-point podcast. You can find us on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn. Just uh, check us out. We uh, we usually put our show on every Wednesday after recording on Tuesday. But the hot topic was Michigan, Michigan State. And, you know, we, we did talk about it. But how awesome is it to really have that rivalry back? I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. I think I heard you guys just a few minutes ago talking about, you know, the rivalry. Eventually, like, you know, Michigan was have to gonna have to start winning some games to make it a rivalry, just like you know through the 90s and early 2000s. 
Michigan State was finally going to have to start winning some games to keep it being a rivalry. So, I mean, I think it's awesome. And you could see, you know, Chase Winovich all fired up in the pregame stuff. And I don't know if you guys saw Jim Harbaugh uh, in the locker room after the game. Oh, I didn't. When yeah, he was that. addressing the team. Yeah, and he got a little emotional. I mean, if people that want to say, we talked about it on the podcast, people that want to say that this Michigan State rivalry, it, it, that it's not a rivalry, oh, they're just crazy because it's a huge deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's right there, really, when you think about it with Ohio State. I know uh, some Michigan fans, I don't know if it's just their arrogance. You know, and let's face it, we're not arrogant. We're just we're just big-time Michigan football fans. But the arrogant ones say, well, you know, it's Ohio State, then it's Notre Dame, then maybe it's Michigan State. Well, they're nuts. Yeah, I don't get it because, you know, like we said on the podcast, Michigan State or Michigan – really hasn't been doing that well against Ohio State recently. No. So, you know, they, like we just said, they need to start winning some games against Ohio State to actually make it seem like a rivalry. And, you know, there's the whole in-state thing. You know, you grow up next to your friends that you grow up with are Michigan State fans or Michigan fans. So you grow up, you know, arguing about that. So so it's cool. And, I mean, the, the whole basketball side to it keeps things going, too. So I, I'm glad that, you know, Harbaugh looks like he's turning things around because, the way that Rich Rod and Brady Hoke were taking it, it, it wasn't looking good for Michigan. No, it wasn't going good at all. And, you know, another another thing we had talked about, it, how awesome is it to see the coaches going at it, man? That's what really gets me going. Yeah, it's great because, I mean, the, the players are always going to do it, especially nowadays with, you know, social media. You know, they're all over Twitter, Instagram, and stuff like that. So, the, the players are always going to do their things. And I know, Ted, you love the bulletin board material stuff that D'Antonio <laughs> always talks about. Right. The players are always going to do that, you know. But when the when the coaches get into it, that's when it makes it fun because, you know, you, you keep an eye on that stuff, the, the post-game handshakes or, you know, if they're going to take a couple shots here and there. So, so one thing that would have been cool, it, it came out right after we recorded our podcast this week, uh, Michigan State getting fined by yes. the Big Ten. I mean, that was a big deal because – you know, a lot of people were saying Harbaugh was crying, and I heard Sean from Vernon talking about, you know, people were saying Harbaugh was kind of being a crybaby. He was keeping keeping this going by bringing it up. But the Big Ten looked into it and said, yeah, Michigan State was more at fault. So find them ten grand. Yeah, you, you have to look at it that way. They're more at fault. You know, the D'Antonio, Harbaugh, and Bush, well, they got a little hand slap, you know, but uh, State got fined ten grand. Man, that says it all. Well, that whole thing with D'Antonio walking, what, five feet behind with the, the smirk, the big clothesline with the smirk. I mean, almost a smile for D'Antonio. Right. Right, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, go ahead. Guys. No, I was just like, idiots walking around with helmets on, yeah, holding hands. <laughs> What's up with yeah, that? Yeah, I, I get the whole, like, you know, I don't know if it's like a unity thing. Like, you know, you're trying to establish this is the field that we're going to be on today and we're going to be dominating. But I, I saw people, like, joking that they actually, Michigan State, gained more yards doing that pregame walk than they did the whole game. So, so what, what did you actually do? I like that. What is the whole <laughs> whole point of walking out with the helmets and the sweatsuits? Is that kind of a takeoff on 300? I don't know, maybe. I mean, that, that is kind of cool. I do like that thing. Like, that right. 300 movie was pretty you gotta, awesome. you got to protect when they do, yourself walking when they do from that the comments thing, there. That is cool. Yeah. Well, before we, we keep rolling along, Sean did want to know, what what are your thoughts on LSU-Alabama? And you're, you're pretty close to the SEC there. So what, what are you thinking? I mean, right now it's pretty hard to bet 
any time against Alabama. I think right now the way that Alabama is playing, Tua, I mean, he's got 25 touchdowns and zero interceptions. I mean, Kirk Herbstreit, he went there, interviewed him earlier this week, and they had uh, his play sheets, his, his drives for the whole season, and it was color-coded for each drive of the season that Tua has been playing. Yellow was touchdowns blue with field goals and, and white was basically one that ended in a punt or a fumble or something. And basically the whole sheet was yellow. Like it was, it, it's insane what Alabama is doing on offense because usually what we saw out of Alabama was a dominating defense. I mean, a ton of NFL players and obviously the best coach team in college football with Saban, but the offense was always kind of like good enough to get them to the national championship. Well, now their offense is the best in the country. So it's kind of like, what, what do you want to do? I mean, LSU is legit. They're, I mean, they're a top ten. They're, they're probably a top five team when the college football rankings come out, the college football playoff rankings come out. So they're a legitimate opponent, and Orgeron's a good coach. But, like, putting them side by side, looking at their rosters and, you know, position by position, Alabama's the best team in the country. So right now, like, if I was a betting man, there, there's no way you bet against Alabama. Now, being a Michigan guy, how much of turmoil would it turn out to be if LSU beat Alabama? Don't we want Alabama to just keep running the table and get LSU out of there with two losses? Yeah, I think ideally you would want, if, if you're thinking of Michigan's chances to get into the college football playoff, right. you're wanting Alabama to lose because, I mean, more than likely, they're, they're, it's likely that there might be two SEC teams if, it, if, if Alabama wins out. LSU or Georgia might find their way into the playoff. So, right, if LSU can pull the upset, give Alabama that one loss, and then, you know, they're going to play each other again later in the uh, SEC championship game or maybe Georgia. So that, that might knock out one of those SEC teams if that's how it goes. So, so yeah, if, if you're Michigan thinking about your chances, you might wanna, want LSU to pull an upset, but... That might be hoping for, I don't know, that, that might be like wishing for something that's not going to happen. You guys don't think that Michigan's controlling their own destiny right now? No, we. I do anyway. I think if they went out, they're in is what I feel, and we talked about that on the pod. I want to back up a second, though. Don't, like, if, if Alabama gets beat by LSU, they're both in the same division, aren't they? They are, yeah. So if Alabama's a one-loss Alabama team and LSU beats Alabama and then goes to the SEC championship game, Alabama could essentially finish the season with one loss, and if they pound on people after LSU, you know, they're back in that conversation, aren't they? Or, or do they get eliminated because they're not in a conference championship game? Well, I mean, that, it happened last year. They didn't win the SEC. Georgia, right. Georgia won the SEC championship, so Alabama was that one loss, non-SEC champion, that got in and, oh, they ended up winning the national championship. So, yeah, it, it might be that thing. Say LSU won and Alabama sitting there with one loss and didn't win their conference championship. But, yeah, like you said, say they roll the rest of the season, it might just be one of those things where you say, you know, one Saturday, one Saturday night, you know, they just didn't play well and LSU beat them. But the rest of the season, they clearly looked like the best team in the country. So, you know, the, the college football playoff committee, all they talk about is eye test. You know, right. It's not supposed to be about computer rankings. It's not supposed to be about all that other stuff that the BCS was. It's all about the eye test. I mean, the eye test right now is that Alabama is the best team in the country, so you would think they would put them in. So, yeah, I guess to that point, if you put Alabama in, you're probably still going to put the SEC champion in. Yep. So then that's two SEC teams getting in. 
That's why I say I, I'm hoping Alabama beats LSU and just get get LSU out of there. You know. No, that's true. Yep. That's yeah, all. that that'd really be the best because Alabama's probably going to get in either way. They're not going to lose two or three more games. No way. So just just let them run the table. Let them get the number one seed. That's cool. Get them in there. Let let Notre Dame get in if they need to because that actually helps Michigan's chances. And yeah, I I do agree with Bartman. I think Michigan they they control their own destiny. If if they went out win the Big Ten championship. The committee is never going to leave uh, a one-loss Big Ten champion out of the playoff, especially when it's Michigan because of all the money that they make. Yeah, yeah, the clout and everything else that goes along with a, with a Michigan team for sure. Uh, yeah. Before before we let you go here on this uh, Friday night sports forum finale, how about those Lions? I mean, carry on Johnson over 150 yards. Stafford managed the game well, 18 out of 22, a couple of touchdowns. What are you thinking about this Lions team? I don't know if that Kool-Aid is starting to flow a little bit, but you know they're 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 playing pretty well. They're obviously they're they're still not leading the division, and the Vikings have kind of looked like they're maybe turning it around a little bit. But you know they're they're putting all the pieces together because normally with the Lions, like maybe Stafford's playing really well, but obviously there hasn't been a run game basically since Barry Sanders is there. So like that was always a missing component. But now, right with on Johnson. It looks like he's pretty legit. And then if he, you know, you've got that like one, two, almost like a one, two, three with him, LeGarrette Blunt and Theo Riddick, if hopefully Theo Riddick can get healthy. So their, their backfield is actually pretty strong and their offensive line is finally playing pretty well. They've got really good receivers. They finally used the tight ends last week in Miami. So, I mean, you, you said it earlier, Stafford isn't having to carry the whole load. He's not having to be captain comeback every Sunday. He, he can turn around and hand it off to carry on 25 times and then, you know, LeGarrette Blunt 10 to 12 times, and that's that's pretty good. I mean, that, that's better than what the Lions have had for a long time. Well, they just added, like you said earlier, they added the all-pro, the former all-pro defensive tackle. So the defense is kind of looking pretty good. So I don't want to get too excited, right? We're all Lions fans. <laughs> we can't get too excited, right? No, but we'll we'll drink the Kool-Aid when we can. Right now, things are looking up. Let's, you know, uh, they got to win. They got to they got to protect their home turf and beat Seattle, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you you can't lose. You're to the point where, I mean, I I always laugh when people say like, "Is this a must-win game in the NFL?" I really feel like every game in the NFL is a must-win. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you can't lose because. Right now, especially in the NFC North, the division, it's so tight. Any game that you drop, I mean, it's, it's really going to set you back because there's still a lot of division games to play, too. So I really feel like every game is a must-win at this point for the Lions, but especially at home, especially against a Seattle team that doesn't look that strong right now. But, I mean, it's still Seattle. They still have Russell Wilson. They still have Pete Carroll coaching them, so it's still a strong team. So. So the Lions have to go out there and take care of business. Amen. And I do like the way they end up the season. If they can just stay in the hunt, they can control their own destiny with the Vikings and Packers last couple of games. Yeah, I mean that that's the uh, kind of like an ideal setup is if you're if you're in position to contend for the playoffs and you can put two division foes away with the last two games of the season and just hopefully maybe win the division right there. That'd be nice. Maybe get a, a home game in the playoffs. That'd be awesome. Well, Matt, it's always great talking with you on the Sports Forum. Uh, definitely, we want people to be tuning in to our Three Point Podcast. Tell them again the best way to, to check it out. Yeah, well, the easiest way is uh, if you have an iPhone, just hop on the podcast app on your iPhone, uh, Apple Podcast, and subscribe to Three Point Podcast. 
um, or on SoundCloud. You can do the same thing there. Search Three Point Podcast and follow us. Or TuneIn is also a place that you can listen to us, the TuneIn app. And, yeah, you'll get uh, notified every time we upload a podcast. And you can listen to old podcasts. We upload the sports forum and we upload uh, the game calls from your guys' Friday night games. So, yeah, yeah, you should check us out. Yeah, and absolutely. And also follow us on Twitter at Three Point Pod. Uh, I I enjoyed your recent uh, posting of uh, your highlight film from uh, back in the day. Geez, that broadcaster was better than I thought. I was going to say, man, we we don't need to get into this, but, you know, Jared was kind of throwing some shots out there uh, earlier this weekend. You know, I've always enjoyed your your radio calls. Obviously, I enjoyed a little more when it's, it's, you know, you were calling my my high school football game. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, I I was going to bring up earlier, we were talking about Michigan State doing that lame, whatever they were doing, walking the field pregame. Right. Belding did that, that game in 2002, our playoff game. Ah. They actually did that. I remember they had, like, I mean, that, that's a big school over there. They had, I feel like they had, like, 80 guys on their team, on their roster, and they did a pregame walk. They circled at Nickanese Field. They circled the whole field <laughs> pregame before we got our warm-ups in. They got the blood boiling, and we put a whooping on them. Yeah, you did, and the crowd was into the game that night. And uh, i got to ask you one other thing before I let you go, that that little highlight reel. If, if anybody wants to see it, it's at Three Point Pod. But uh, did you put that together after you got to ESPN or before? Uh, that one, I'm pretty sure I put together. I, I think that one, it was when I was at ESPN. I finally... Um, my my parents, I think, went and got all the like cassette tapes of all your radio calls of right. our games. Uh, my my senior year for football, and I, I've always I was always waiting to do something with it. So finally, when I had the chance, I I uh, downloaded. I, I had all the art game footage and stuff like that, and I. I Put your radio calls to it. Oh, it was awesome. And again, if anybody wants to check it out, it's at Three Point Pod. Uh, just just download it. I think it's, you put it on YouTube, isn't it? Yep, it's on YouTube, uh, and it's on yeah on our our Twitter page and stuff. And I've always wanted to do it with a few other games, but takes a little bit of time to yeah. uh, to match everything up. So, well, no, so one of these days I'll get to that. No doubt. Well, Matt, again, thanks for the time, Matt Burns of ESPN, and uh, I'll be talking to you on Tuesday. Sounds good, guys. Take it easy. See you later. All right, that's Matt from ESPN, and we're running a little behind on commercial time, so let's take a break, and we'll be right back here and take our next call, and then maybe talk to you, 989-729-1925. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated prepackaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. 
Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and loaded with toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. Hey, sports fans. This is Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance. I'm calling unsportsmanlike conduct on outrageous auto insurance premiums. If you pay way too much for auto insurance, you need to call Jacobs Insurance. We recently added a new player to our team, Wolverine Mutual. Wolverine Mutual was recently voted the number one Michigan insurance company for competitive auto insurance premiums. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. Jacobs Insurance has been in business for 35 years. Wolverine Mutual has been in business for 95 years. So let our experience work for you and see how much we can save you on your auto insurance. Wolverine Mutual is tearing up the competition, so don't wait. Call Jacobs Insurance at 725-7117 or stop by our office on M21 by Home Depot. We also handle homes, motorcycles, boats, recreational vehicles, and business insurance. When you think of insurance, think Jacobs Insurance. This is living in Michigan. This is living with farmers. Are you building a new home? or remodeling your existing home. Take advantage of Barber's Floors and More's competitive discounts on all floor coverings, window treatments, cabinetry, and countertops. Looking for durable elegance? Maybe waterproof. Carn D Luxury Vital Tile is the go-to for functional style. Durable, pet-friendly, and low-maintenance. Mention this ad to receive discounted pricing. Barber's Floors and More has in-stock flooring available now. So whatever trend you choose, there's never been a better time to update your home. Visit Barber's Floors and More on South US 27 in St. John's or online at barbersfloorsandmore.com. Also, check out the Barber's Floors and More Facebook page for the latest and greatest trends. Hi, this is Brenda Barber. All of us here at Barber's Floors and More would like to thank you for voting us number one in Clinton County for the last 17 years. We are looking forward to helping you create your perfect look. Come see us today. This is Michigan, this is Brian Early with the Auto Group of Mount Pleasant inviting you to our annual October Celathon. We have over 150 vehicles clearly marked down to wholesale pricing. Now through October 31st, we will offer our entire inventory for zero money down and no payments to 2019. That's right, no payments until next year. All of our vehicles are serviced, detailed, and most come with our exclusive lifetime engine warranty. Credit prompts? It's no problem. We have lenders standing by for immediate credit approval with rates as low as 2.9%. Our prices are so low, you can upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle and actually lower your current monthly payment. If you're even thinking about a newer vehicle, do not miss this event. Over 150 vehicles to choose from, exclusive lifetime engine warranty, and no payments until next year. It all happens this week at MidMichigan's number one pre-owned vehicle dealer, the Auto Group of Mount Pleasant. Funky Town. 
I'm Ted the Sports Guy with Bart Matthews. Uh, we're coming up on another break here, unfortunately, but let's get to Dave from Perry and see if we can get some of his quick thoughts on the big game last week. Hey, Dave. How's it going, guys? Going hey. well. Uh, talk, talk about the big game last week. That's what I figured. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> throw out some of your thoughts. I actually loved it. Uh, the coaches getting into it. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes it like the old days, I mean, the old Michigan football. Bowling you know, Woody. Ohio State, this, that, this, that, the media around it, the players. I mean, that, it all, you know, it all started on media day. A couple comments, the little sister comment started all that. So. Oh, L.J. Yeah, Scott, everybody forgets about that one. But, oh, right, right. Yeah. But I've seen that coming for a while. Well, I'll tell you what, you got to be impressed with the way the Wolverines played in that game. They were just, they were, it was still scary. It was, you know, once they, once uh, the Spartans ran that uh, Philly special, you know, tied it up at seven. I was nervous all the way up until Devin or uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones scored that touchdown. Once, once Michigan scored there, and they were still only up seven, but I, I felt the game was done. Oh, I agree with that. The first uh, first series of the game uh, on third and one, we, we got stopped. Uh, if we keep that ball on the, the quarterback keeper, I'm at the 40-yard touchdown. I mean, he missed the read, and there was nobody on that side of the field. Right, and absolutely. Right, right away, I'm like, you can't make the mistakes. I, I knew it was going to be one of them games. Well, the weather definitely was a factor, yeah. too, you know. I mean, the big uh, rain delay and lightning, and then uh, the field seemed to be pretty slippery, too. Oh, yeah, it was definitely slippery. I mean, you can tell that this... Nordine missed that field goal. I don't think it, that was. I think that was just missing the ball. But yeah. Harbaugh didn't trust him kicking the rest of the game. I mean, there's some <laughs> shots for 45, 50 yard field goals, and he said, "Nope." Yeah, that's good coaching too. Yep. You know, I mean, it wasn't his day. He's he's a good kicker, but that definitely was not his day. Well, it was good being a Wolverine fan for sure. I want to tell you what about because nobody's talking about Cron Higdon. He's approaching 900 yards through seven games, so six straight 100 yard games. Yeah, he's become the the, the work workhorse back that we're used to at Michigan back in the day, right? Oh, yeah, pound the, the old Chris Perry days. I mean, yeah, it, it ran over fifty times. You know, four and a half yards of carry. That's that's what we did. We control the clock and wear him down. Well, and it, it just opens up thing. We talked a little bit about the Lions and Matt Stafford. He has a running game now, and it just makes it more comfortable back there throwing the ball in, in his own situations. And it's the same way for Michigan. It just opens things up for Patterson and the wide receivers and the tight ends. Yeah, everybody's talking about, oh, can we do it without Rashawn Gary? And uh, Josh Ushay has got six sacks in the last three games, uh, backing him up. So. Yeah, he's playing pretty good. Is there any, any word on Gary? Is he going to be back uh, after the bye week? Some comments. Like, I mean, it sounds like he's close, but. I mean, it's one of the injuries where if you fall on it, you know, right. hurt it, done, you know, get surgery. But I know Tariq Black for sure is back. He, he play, actually played three plays last game. He didn't really see much on TV about it, but he's, he was in the game a few times until it started raining. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he, so he, 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 uh, if you look at um, there's a bunch of lists, like who played, whatever. I didn't realize right. it either, but he played three plays, I guess. So. Okay, so he'll be back definitely, probably, I would think, very close to 100% then after the bye. Yeah. And they, they, they're they going to have their hands full against Penn State. Anybody out there that thinks that Michigan's just going to um, kill them, it's no way. It's going to be a battle. It is, and I think Don Brown... He wants this game, man. He has lost sleep over the last time these two teams played. Yep. I mean, uh, uh, you know, they can run around back there. You know, we got a box them in, kind of like Michigan State did. But, I mean, they got big playmaking running backs. I mean, they 
Big Ten football. I mean, you got to come to play. Absolutely. Well, I hate to cut you off, but we're That's a little right. bit behind on commercials. It's our season finale, so I'm glad you got on board tonight, yep. and we'll hopefully do it again next year, Dave. I'll be listening to the Three Point Podcast, so you guys oh, take care. Good. I'm glad you're listening yep. to us. All right. See you later, Have Dave. Have a good one, guys. Yep. Bye-bye. You know, it is it is amazing. Three-point podcast, man. Over 100,000 plays, uh, 16,000 yeah. lis- uh, listeners or 16,000 followers on Instagram. It's awesome. We'll go to our break, but 1-1 is the score in the World Series, Boston and L.A. We'll be back right after this. Z92.5 The Castle, we've been telling you about our friendly businesses, our historic places, and inviting you to stop into our unique shops filled with smiling faces. Now is the perfect time to experience Owasso. For over 80 years, Big Boy has been a family destination with their world-famous double-decker cheeseburger, hand-dipped shakes, and so much more. Your Owasso Big Boy on East M21 invites you to their eat-all-you-can breakfast buffet Monday through Friday to 11, Saturday and Sundays till 2. You can't beat Big Boy for lunch or dinner topped off with a delicious dessert, and you'll love their fresh, healthy salad buffet. Stop in at your Owasso Big Boy today. Want to give back to our community? Make a difference in the life of a child? Hi, this is Laura Burroughs from the Shiawassee Family YMCA, inviting you to join us as a member or as a volunteer. Our goal is to strengthen communities and families, to improve fitness and health, and especially to build strong children through nurturing programs. Memberships are as low as $75 a year for youth and $18 per month for an adult with financial assistance. Join the YMCA today and create a new lifestyle for you and our community. Hello, this is Kendra from Elite Early Learning Center. We're located at 912 South Washington Street. We're open year-round to families with children that are six weeks old through 12 years of age. The center operates Monday through Friday from 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. with certified and degreed teachers and staff that truly love children. We offer a safe, secure, and fun learning environment with half and full day rates to accommodate your family's busy schedule. Call Elite Early Learning Center today at 989-720-KIDS. That's 989-720-5437. Poppin' Decor does balloons. From first birthday balloons, balloon bouquets, to balloon arches and columns, Poppin' Decor is your one-stop shop for all things balloons. From kids characters to decorating your party or reception, Poppin' Decor will make your event pop. And they deliver, too. Check out their amazing balloon artistry on Facebook or stop in at the corner of State Road and M21 in Corona. Call 989-445-0366 today. Our smiling faces, unique shops, friendly businesses, and historic places are here for you to experience Owasso. 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 The seasons are changing. Fall is here. And you remember the harsh winter last year? Is your car ready to tackle another cold blow from Mother Nature? Brutal elements can heat up your ride. The last thing you want to do is find yourself stranded and shivering in the wind. Jerry's Tune-Up and Brakes and Fowler can get you ready to roll into another season of cold and ice. Jerry's Tune-Up and Brakes is just what the car doctor ordered. They'll give you a diagnostic checkup to figure out exactly what your engine needs. Plus, they'll check out the outside and inside to find any problem areas and give you the best solution. Jerry's can handle everything from engine repair, heating or air conditioning service and repair, and oil changes to brakes and steering problems. Have you been neglecting one of the most important things in your life? It's time to make sure your car isn't left stalled out in the cold. Call 989-593-2647. 
That's 989-593-2647. Or stop in to Jerry's Tune-Up and Brakes, 2625 South Wright Road in Fowler. Hello, Scott here with U.S. 27 Motorsports and Trailers in St. John's. The Polaris Factory Authorized Clearance is here. Come in now for rebates up to $2,000 and financing as low as 2.99% APR for 36 months on hardworking Rangers, legendary sportsman ATVs, and high-performance Razors. So hurry into U.S. 27 Motorsports today. Offers valid in U.S. through 10-31-18 on select new 2015 through 2019 vehicles. Subject to credit approval. Offers vary by model. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet and never drink and ride. With over 65 years of combined experience, your personal watercraft, motorcycle, ATV, or side-by-side -side service professionals are here at US 27 Motorsports and Trailers. And when you want your personal watercraft, motorcycle, ATV, or side-by-side -side repaired quick and correct the first time, call Mike for incredible customer service and savings every time. US 27 Motorsports and Trailers will have you riding safely for less. Our service department can trick out your personal watercraft, motorcycle, ATV, or side-by-side -side from mile to wild. We install tires, clutch kits, and tune any performance combination so you can dominate the competition. Postal Connections in St. John's is so much more than just a pack-and-ship store. You'll find locally made, unique gifts like delicious Hanover mints and herbal mood teas. Don't forget, they stock a complete supply of essential oils, too. Of course, Postal Connections still carries your other favorites like Avante and Blue Mountain cards and us born children's books and a complete supply of printer ink and toner cartridges. Get your packages where they need to go with shipping by FedEx, UPS, DHL, and U.S. Postal, including ground, air, freight, and overnight. Right now, get 10% off ground shipments and $5 off overnight shipping. Postal Connections is your local choice for professional-grade printing projects. They offer five-star, four-color printing, fast turnaround, and low prices for all of your promotional material, including letterhead, envelopes, business cards, brochures, postcards, banners, and yard signs. Postal Connections in the Southgate Plaza on U.S. 27 in St. John's. Call 989-224-0000 or visit postalconnections207.com. Open weekdays, 830 to 6 and Saturdays, 9 to 1. Hi, this is Mark Smith. It's time to go postal. Postal Connections in St. John's, that is. Postal Connections, more than just a pack and ship store. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sports Forum, our season finale. I'm Ted Fattel with Bart Matthews. Uh, again, we're a little bit behind, but we, we got to talk with our good friend from the Argus Press, Argus Press Sports Editor, Ryan Wise on the line. Hey, Ryan. Yes, how you doing? We're hey. doing outstanding. So we had New Lothrop about it moving on, huh? Uh, Morris also moved on oh, tonight. Morris Blanked uh, Genesee 57 nothing. That was their sixth straight shutout. Uh, they haven't been scored on since mid-September. Yeah, so, uh, they are on a roll. Um, and then we've got Byron still tomorrow. they got a tough matchup at Hamity. Uh, Hamity beat them earlier in the season. Uh, but you never know in the playoffs. Maybe Byron uh, you know, can turn it around and pull an upset. Hamity undefeated? Yes, they are. Okay, so they beat uh, they beat Swartz Creek, too. Right. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yes. Uh, very good Swartz Creek team. They beat. So the Hamity sacks. 
keep it rolling. They play Byron tomorrow. Quite a story you had about Byron and uh, some of the siblings and cousins. I saw that there was a similar article put on the MHSAA website. Did you catch that? I thought maybe they stole it from you. Uh, I didn't catch it. Maybe they got the idea from us, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, whatever. It happens sometimes, you know. News outlets will post a story, and then, you know, other news outlets will go, hey, maybe that's uh, something we should do. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, uh, happens all the time, but, you know, as long as uh, I've got the story in our paper, uh feel good about it, I guess. That's all you care about. <laughs> now, you had a guy over there covering the game tonight. Ovid Elsie made a pretty good effort, I thought, against a, a good Portland team. Uh, yeah, it seems like offensively they did a little bit better than they uh, did in the season opener when they uh, got shut out. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like the uh, defense maybe wasn't as on point as they were, uh, you know, in week one, uh, give it up 33 points, which is uh, a couple more touchdowns than they did uh, the first time they played. So, unfortunately, it just seems they couldn't put it all together. Uh, Portland's a very good program, though. Uh, they're always good, always making runs at state championships and things like that, though. So, no shame in uh, losing a tough one to them. No, absolutely right. Well, uh I, like I've said uh, before we brought you on, we're running out of time. We're a little behind because of our late start tonight. But uh, just some of your thoughts on the Michigan-Michigan State game from a week ago. I'll tell you what, as kind of a Michigan guy myself, uh, it was a very frustrating game to watch. <laughs> um, you know, because they got into the third quarter and they had just been, you know, dominating them in terms of, you know, total yards and, you know, time of possession, you know, moving the ball. Um, and they had almost next to nothing to show for it. You know, they had a 7 nothing lead, and then, you know, they fumble on their own 7. Uh, MSU scores on a trick play to tie it up. Uh, I had I almost turned the game off at that point. I was like, ah, I have seen this song and dance before. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't know if I want to watch the rest of this. Uh, but fortunately, uh, the weather kind of cleared up. And, you know, once, the, once it stopped raining, you saw Michigan's offense uh, kind of pull it together. So I don't know what. I don't know if that was the the reason why they weren't able to uh, put the ball in the end zone in the first few quarters there, but uh, I guess they finally were able to uh, turn it around. Now, were you uh, happy to see Ohio State get beat by Purdue, or would you rather see them undefeated? Because the way I look at it, I would like them to be, or I would have liked them to be undefeated when Michigan goes down to the horseshoe and kicks their ass. Uh, you know, that's a tough question. Um, I think, you know, as long as they keep, as long as they win the rest of their games up until uh, the Michigan game, I don't think it's going to have much of an impact because, you know, they, they're, what, 11, 11th in the country right now? Right. You know, if they keep on winning, they'll probably be back in the top 10 by the time that, that game rolls around. Um, so I think either way that, that if Michigan wins that game in the horseshoe, that, that's going to, you know, help their playoff, you know, implications regardless. Uh, you know, uh, if they had been ranked number two and undefeated, yeah, would it be a better win? Yes, um, but I think uh, I, I think that it, it's going to be a very marginal difference either way now. Yeah, you're probably right, but I, I again was looking at it as, come on, be undefeated and let's go break their heart. I'd rather have them lose every game, <laughs> drop every Saturday between now and Thanksgiving. I cannot stand Ohio State. I don't care about the rest of that stuff. Oh, yeah. It's Ohio State. Let them lose, man. Yeah. I love watching it. Well, I'll tell you what. It might be Urban's last year, too, the way things are looking. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if he's going to be forced out or so-called health issues are going to do it. Maybe all the all the pressure from the scandal they had. But he doesn't look like too happy a camper on, the, no. on that sidelines at all. 
Uh, let's see. Anything else uh, before hey, I we got go? One thing for you. We, yeah. You know, we went the whole season without talking any Red Wings, really. And now this Arby's thing, dude. What do you think <laughs> about that? <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you have a team that can't score goals. Uh, you saw it again tonight. They scored one goal. Wow. Um, they hit the post a few times, but, uh, you know, you can't win games most of the time scoring one goal. Are they really uh, that they bad? Just look, they just look brutal. It's been a completely different team than what they were in the preseason. I'm, I'm surprised that they've struggled as much as they have because they've got some good young players. Uh, and now that the games count, they're, they're not playing well. Um, so think, I don't know. You think that points at Blashall? You think they'll send him the door sometime soon? Well, this is his last year of the con his contract, I believe. So I think he's probably done okay. regardless. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't see any way he comes back next year. Uh, the Red Wings as a franchise, you typically don't fire coaches in midseason. Um, part of the reason is because they've been good for the last 25 years. Um, but I can't see them firing him mid-season at this point, unless you know they're one in twenty-five. Yeah, but <laughs> you it, know, in, in mid-December, so, then maybe I think they would probably look at it. But uh, well, here's I don't, know, I don't think he lasts. The, I don't think he lasts past the end of the season anyway. Don't you? Don't you see this as the scenario though? Yeah, he'll he'll make it through the season. You bring in your new GM, Steve Eiserman, and he's going to hire his guy, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think if that's the what ends up happening with Eiserman, uh, you know, potentially coming in, he's going to want his own guys in there running the ship. Um, so that's yes, that's another reason why I don't see Blazo, uh lasting past this season. Bums me out. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, of course, man. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a huge Blasio fan. Just because he went to, you know, he's a oh, Ferris he's a guy. Ferris guy. He's a Ferris guy. Oh, okay. You know. Well, let's, let's hope yeah, he can he's, a, he's a Michigan native. I really wanted to see him succeed, yeah. you know, because he's from the state. You know, he has he's been vested in the team for a long time with uh, Grand Rapids and whatnot. He did well uh, there. It's it's kind of disappointing to see him not be able to put things together. That's like when uh, what's his face Butch was down in Tennessee, you know. Right. They were kind of hoping for something because he's a Ferris guy. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, that now the Ferris guy Tony Anise. He may, they may, they may make him uh, coach at Central again, possibly. I, what do you I think? Don't see, do you think it's too late? I don't see Anise lasting too much longer in Big Rapids. Right. I mean, I, I, I love what he's doing up there, but you know, bigger and better's got to be out around the corner for that guy. Well, he's he'll he'll have options. Let's put yeah. it that way. If he wants to stay at Ferris, I think he can just write his own ticket, stay there as long as he wants, and that's not a bad gig either. But. Stay tuned. Hey, Ryan, we always appreciate your input. Uh, definitely uh, thanks for joining us here on the Sports Forum, as always, and uh, keep up the good work, okay? All right. Sounds good, guys. All right. See you later. Ryan Wise of the Argus Press. And I'll tell you what we're going to do right now. Uh, we have Main Street Pizza. we got to give away. Got to give it got away. Got to give away. So our next caller, 989-729-729. One nine two five. We got a quick break. We got to go to, but if you're there after the break, we're gonna hook you up. Uh, you know, real quick. You 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 got taken bake last week, right? Taken bake. Remember how much that cost you? I it was. I had two. I had a small taken bake with two items. Six bucks. Six bucks. So that's three taken bake pizzas plus tip. Yeah. A Twenty dollar gift certificate. Twenty dollar. That's exactly right. Wow.
How would you not want to do that? Do it. Call How us. would you not want to do that? Make sure you're 18 or older. Make sure you haven't won anything from us in the past 30 days. But uh, even if you have won anything from us in the past 30 days, we still want to talk to you, man. We got uh, 10 minutes left. 989-729-1925. Hi, I'm Gary Jacobs from Jacobs Insurance in Owasso. Our business is like football. You must have a good team to be competitive. Our team just added a new player, Wolverine Mutual Insurance Company. They were recently voted number one auto insurance company in Michigan for competitive premiums and excellent service by independent insurance agents. And Jacobs Insurance is the only agency in Shiawassee County with Wolverine Mutual on their team. So if you are paying a lot for auto insurance, and who isn't, give my office a call or stop in and get a comparative quote. You might be surprised with how much you can save on your auto insurance at Jacobs Insurance. We're located on M21 by Home Depot. Our phone number is 725-7117 or visit us on the web at www.jacobsinsurance.com. Remember, Jacobs Insurance for competitive auto insurance. Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings of gooey cheese and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. 2, 3, 2. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In the unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hi, this is Alan Haar from Haar's Jewelry in St. John's. If you're thinking of buying a diamond, we have a large selection of finely cut diamonds in stock. This is Jason Haar. We'll take the time to show and explain the difference in diamond quality so you will be comfortable making an educated purchase. So if you're looking to make that engagement proposal extra special, come see us at Haar's Jewelry where we will help you customize that perfect engagement ring. You have ideals and so do we. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 6060 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 6060. 
24-7-365. You're up and at them every day, so you don't want something like Medicare Part D to slow you down. At Walgreens, we'll take care of your Medicare Part D prescriptions, saving you time and money. Make the switch to Walgreens today and get more by earning 100 balance reward points and save up to $5 on each Medicare Part D prescription when Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Prescription savings apply to Tier 1 generics when you fill out a preferred versus a non-preferred pharmacy on select plans. Points can't be earned in New York, New Jersey, or Arkansas. Other restrictions and limitations apply. The Shiawassee YMCA and Alliance for Drug-Free Shiawassee have teamed up for a great event happening this Saturday, October 27th from 530 to 10 at the YMCA. This is a family fun event and an evening of trick-or-treating, also free community dinner with community leader presentations, kids crafts, recovery meetings, and the family dodgeball tournament too. The mission is to help our community and families battle the drug problems in Shiawassee County. It all happens this Saturday, October 27th for the free family event. Get more info on the Shiawassee Family YMCA's Facebook page. Welcome back to the show, our season finale here on this Friday night. I'm Ted Fattel with Bart Matthews. We have our Main Street Pizza winner. He's on the line. We got Woody in Owasso. Hey, Woody. Hey, Ted. How are you? Doing well. How you doing tonight? Good. Always good to chat with you. Amen, brother. Now, are you going to give us the Michigan State point of view from the game last week? Uh, what game? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the I saw the basketball preseason rankings come out. Michigan State was ten. I don't know where where the folks from Ann Arbor were. Ah, uh, well, I don't know. They're in the top twenty, aren't they? I'm sure they are. They, they should have a good, they should have a good squad again. So we just can't, we're coming back from Ann Arbor right now. Uh, we watched the Wisconsin Badgers win in five sets against the Michigan volleyball team. Oh, really? What's the, yep. what's the connection uh, there? Well, Michigan's ranked 12th in the country. Wisconsin's seventh, and my wife Jill played um, college volleyball for the coach who now coaches at Wisconsin. So huh. we wanted to go and check them out. And gotcha. Well, was it? Was it they're, good... they're playing uh, Michigan State tomorrow as well. So I know Meredith Norris, uh, county grad, playing at Michigan State. So it should be another good opportunity to see some very competitive volleyball if anyone's interested in that. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, collegiate volleyball is a whole nother level than high school. And even the high schools in our area, there's some good volleyball played here. But uh, you, you mentioned your wife, Jill, played collegiately. Uh, it's just she a, did. It's a fun game to watch, isn't it? Oh, it's an absolute blast. It's an absolute blast. We still play now with the Y, so it's nothing like uh, college volleyball, though. It's, um, I mean, the, the, the women that play that are just absolutely amazing. Oh, great athletes. Uh, do you still play in the summertime out there at Cafe Sports? Well, we we, uh, we played at Fortitude this past year. Oh, right. Um, yep. So and that's a very competitive league. Uh, Alex Saber does a really good job putting together. Um, uh, he he runs leagues on two different nights, and he does a really good job of setting up. Um, they have uh, not only volleyball, but they do cornhole leagues on one of the nights uh, as well. He has food trucks go out there, so he does a really good job. Also, there's an, a big event coming up out there. Uh, Was it next weekend? I believe, isn't there? I'm, I'm, he has an event, I think, just about every other weekend, it seems like. So he's doing a pretty good job running that business. Well, well, it's hard to believe it was a golf course just a few years ago. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Well, listen, Woody, uh, you're our winner. You, you you love Main Street Pizza, right? Oh, absolutely. The Main Street Special. 
You, that's it. That's one of my favorites too, buddy. All right. Yep. Well, go ahead. Yep. Nope, that's it, Ted. We'll have to have something on Sunday. Yep, we'll see you Sunday, and uh, I appreciate right. it, and uh, have a great weekend, bud. You too. Take care. All right, Jim. All right, we uh, we made it, Bart. Yeah. Another fine show. I do want to say one final thing, kind of a somber thing. My good buddy Chris McMillan, a longtime uh, partner here on the radio. Yeah. In fact, he had the seat before you took it. He's in a battle of his life with uh, ALS, that terrible, terrible disease, you know, with no cure in the horizon. Uh, you know, he's hanging in there and, and battling it, but took him and his wife on a little mini vacation uh, to Washington, D.C. a week or so ago. And, uh, you know, it's a struggle, man. And we just got to keep saying our prayers and hope that someday they can find a cure for that awful disease. I tell you what, you know, I all of that aside, just uh, just an awesome thing that uh, that you and Lana did. Ah, uh, well, you know, I mean, it really is. I mean, heaven help anybody that uh, that has that type of situation. But wow, just awesome that they've got you know folks like you and that's Lana what friends to, are for. to drive my yeah. But that's just awesome, man. I mean, I, and I'm sure you guys had just an amazing time. And I know that a lot of this stuff was stuff that Chris has wanted to do and right. wanted to see basically his entire life yeah so you guys got to see all kinds of cool stuff on top of everything else man that's awesome well i appreciate that and i know it, it was a fun trip you know when you when you can see the history of this country and my wife and i've been to dc before as you know our daughter lived there for a while but uh you know to start the trip off with the uh Flight 93 Monument in Shanksville, yeah. Pennsylvania. Slid over from that to Gettysburg, got our room in Gettysburg, and did the whole battlefield tour the next day, and then capped it off with uh, two and a half days in Washington, D.C. We got VIP treatment at Ford's Theater. I, I contacted uh, their PR staff, and they hooked us up there uh, with uh, with a lot of cool goodies and uh, you know an, a neat tour. And if you've never done the Ford Theater, if you ever go to D.C., you got to put that on your list. Seeing right where Lincoln was shot, yeah. hearing the whole story from a national park ranger, it's very cool. And obviously the Smithsonian's, a lot of people may not realize it, but they're the, about the best museums in the world, and they're free. And, and a lot of people think the Smithsonian's a museum. Oh, no. Right? Quite a series of yeah. different museums and the art gallery. I mean, there's so much to see in our uh, nation's capital. Every time I go, Bart, I, I realize how great this country is. Sure. When you see the monuments and see what the sacrifices all our, our veterans and, and, and current military people do, I mean, that's, that's what it's all. It's not this nonsense that you read about and see on the news every single day in this country. It, you know, it's the American people that make this country what it is, just like you, my partner, every Friday night. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And then we got uh, next Friday night, we, well, we're going to be somewhere next Friday night. We don't know yet where officially, but tune in to the Geronimo Show Couple Monday ideas, morning. right? I mean... New Lothrop's a legitimate look at. Morris, Pawama, Westphalia. So we'll look it over with management. The decision will be made, and we'll make our announcement on the air during Dave Geronimo's show. Monday morning, and you can also find out on Twitter. I guess that's about it, buddy. Yeah. Another season in the can. Always fun working with you here. Could be the last one ever. Who knows? We'll see. And another season next year. We just don't know what's in store for us. But uh, if not, 
It's been great working with you on the Sports Forum, and uh, definitely we'll keep it up on the ball games, buddy. Definitely, definitely. Have a great weekend, everybody. And big thanks going out to George for uh, gorgeous George really helped out with this show. And of obviously the uh, the football broadcast as well. Yeah, but he that, stepped right in and did yeah. flawless, man. A little nervous starting yeah. off, but did very well. And when, we can't we can't say enough also for our partners on these Friday nights: Main Street Pizza, Jacobs Insurance, Sportsnet Michigan, and of course our home here, Z ninety two five. I guess that's going to do it. Have a great weekend, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Awesome, yeah. C925, the castle.